Hey folks, welcome to GOK Gospel of Kennison, episode 57, brought to you the week of uh, February 14th, 2016. It's uh, Valentine's Day. A lot of people hate Valentine's Day. A lot of people do. Uh, single people, people that feel like they have no prospects. Uh, you don't have to be single to hate Valentine's Day. I hate it because of the reason you hear, you know, it's, um, it's a holiday created by the greeting card and the florist peoples out there. And, and it's the day that there's this pressure on you that if you don't prove how much you love someone with these specific items that you purchase at this specific time, and you buy these overpriced roses and all this stuff, if you don't do that, then it means you are in trouble and, and somebody that you love and have spent your life with can get mad at you and not talk to you because you haven't done what these people have told you to do to prove your love. And I think it's bogus and that's full of bull. The other reason I hate it is because when I was poor, uh, you know, you move out and you don't, you can't pay your rent and blah, blah, blah. And you get this awesome girlfriend named Jennifer who later you're going to marry and have all these kids with and stuff. But at the time it's, it's Valentine's day and you can't, afford anything you can't do anything for them and the day after valentine's day though all of a sudden you realize the, the flowers are 50 percent off and so you buy you know five roses uh for five dollars or something like that that's what i did bought her roses and um so if we do anything ever with valentine's day we always do it the day after um but as a father, I have come to realize that Valentine's Day is a great way for a great time for me to have some fun and kind of redeem all that stuff and and give my kids something. It's a time for me to give to them. And it's it's not and I do for my wife too. She likes chocolates and so I do that. But I don't um I don't stress over it and I don't expect anything back. It's just me giving out. And I've always done that ever since they were old enough to, to realize. I always get them some sort of tin or container. And then I buy a couple things that could go in it, like a miniature little chocolate heart thingy, Bob. And some. Um, you always have to get a, a case of those chalk-flavored uh, heart-shaped things with the little messages on them, the sweet, sweethearts, I think they are. Yeah, don't get confused between sweethearts and sweet tarts. Sweet tarts are awesome. Sweet hearts are gross. Um, so anyway, apparently they make enough money, you know, making those things during the season to last them, to last them all year. Anyway, different subject. So I don't hate Valentine's Day nearly as much as I should, um, but I do. I still do. Valentine's Day is always in my family, at least, at least for me has always been known as as uh, Adoption Day because February 14th, Valentine's Day, was the day that my stepdad and my mom um, went to the judge and they signed the final papers to turn me into, or, or at least to change my name into something completely different. I was born as James Lewis Rogers. And when I was like eight or nine or 10 or something like that, it was changed to James Wesley Kennison. Why, why they changed the middle name? I understand the last name, you know, somewhat, 
Um, but the middle name, because Lewis was my real father's name. That was the only reason they did it. So I live every single day with a name that I despise. Uh, middle name, last name. Hate Wesley. I hate it. And if your name's Wesley, ma'am, I'm sorry. And no offense to you. But, um, and, I, and my last name isn't, you know, mine. And uh, it, it really bugs me. But I don't want to get off on a tangent because I could, because I could talk about how that my father had two daughters and a son, and I was the one to carry his name on to the next generation, and I have one son. But instead, I'm, I'm carrying uh, the name of a man that had two other kids um, with his name, and they're married and passing that name on. And, um, yeah, it's a little – it can get a little depressing if you think about it. But I, I've decided um, that it's not worth it at this point. You know, and what is a name? You know, I don't care. Jenna, Jenna's going to get hers changed anyway. Jay, he can do what he wants. Um, but what really bugs me is not, the, I've never been like, oh, you know, that's terrible. It's the day we were adopted, changed our names. I, it's it's always just been kind of in the back of my head. But a couple of years ago, I got a um, a letter, a package, a small, thin parcel from the woman that my dad left my mom for. And of all things, she sent me a lot of photos of me and my, my real dad. And, uh, just some, just stuff that I kind of remembers on the fringe of my memories, you know, the, the every other weekend kind of memories. Um, but for some reason those didn't continue apparently. And, uh, so there are very few of them. And, uh, but amongst all of the paperwork in there, um, there was this document. And uh, before I reveal the nature of this document, I, I got to say that, that the reason this package was sent to me is because I had gotten into a conversation with this lady. She had found us over Facebook or something and, and wanted to do a phone call. And I figured, you know, let's face this thing and, and talk to her. And, um, I got to hear a completely different side of the past that I didn't even know existed, you know, um, I, about my father, my real dad's battle with uh, manic depression, as they called it back then, uh, and uh, manic depressive. Wait. No, they called it, uh, yeah, no, they call it bipolar now. <laughs> I was getting confused there. Uh, but I didn't know that he dealt with that. I didn't know that they w that he had a, his own place um, because he would go through these manic phases and they just couldn't have him in the house. You know, I, I don't know that that sounds terrible, but apparently, you know, they did this and they put him in a house, uh, which is eventually where he where he killed himself. Uh, so, yeah, it's not a good plan to send a manic depressive person to their own you know, when you get better, come back. Uh, not a good idea. But she, um, whereas my mother has always been pretty down on this guy, uh, she, this other lady was nothing but complimentary about him and how much he loved us and and how, you know, he would see us and he would see us in times we didn't know he was watching us and how he always you know, wished he could have been there. And... Uh, and I, you know, I'm always kind of just hearing this and I'm kind of scratching my head. 
Like, well, why didn't he? Why didn't he ever just come out and say? Because apparently we used to walk to school for a time, and the where we walked backed right up to, you know, his house. It's kind of weird, you know, but in a Hallmark <laughs> movie special kind of way. Uh, my children I couldn't talk to. But uh, anyway, the deal is in this package, and this package was these photos and all this, but there was this piece of paper. And I, for, for the life of me, I don't know why she put it in there. I don't know what she was hoping to prove, but it did. after she had talked to me, I, I gave him a lot of benefits of the doubt because I, though I had not started into the dark depths of depression, it, it was definitely creeping in there and it had modified my life a, lo- a little bit. So I could kind of understood it, but I kept saying, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if that covers everything he did though. You know, everything he did wrong. Cause he did leave and you can blame my mom for a certain amount of it. But, at the, but this lady was blaming her for everything, you know, and my dad was the perfect angel, just a, just a victim of, of these uh, circumstances and all this. But here's this piece of paper I've been talking about. Apparently before we were able to be adopted, um, I don't know if this is mandatory or not. I guess it is. If you were wanting to adopt someone, somebody else has to sign a piece of paper that says, I release my claim for lack of a better word on these on this child and i you know i give up my parental rights and that was a piece of paper that was sent to me and i read kind of skimmed it you know it's a legal document it's not real great uh not a lot of fun to read but at the bottom there's his signature right there big you know curly big old signature and um, I don't know. I I just know this. I, now that I've I've been through hell and back again, and I've been through the worst of what depression can do. I I, I honestly believe I've had a worse. You know, my wife says this, so I say it. I've had a I've had it worse than most. I think. I don't think depression hits everybody as hard as me. I think I was hit about as hard as people that are suicidal. Um, I'm not saying that compared with anybody else other than my real dad. When I say this, that I don't care what was going on. I don't care how mad my ex-spouse was or how manipulative. I don't care what was wrong with me. I would never ever, ever give my children away. Sign a freaking document that says, okay, I'm not your dad anymore. Now we can take and change your birth certificate and put your stepdad's name on it as if he was there on the day you were born legally This other man never existed. All rights. All of that. He gave it up. He signed it. And it's right there in black and white. You cannot argue with that signature. And I kind of imagine him sitting there 
saying, but I did this or her even the, the, the woman saying, but he had to go through this and he had this problem and he, he thought it was best for you. If he got out of y'all's life, he signed it. It's right there. It's, it tells me what I need to hear or what I need to know. Um, I don't know exactly what it says, but I, it does say that I was given away. I was let go of and and apparently forgotten or what have you. And I, you know, I give him a lot of, you know, credit because I've been through depression. I know what it did, what it, what it's like. I've almost outlived him, by the way. I think I got a couple more years and I will definitely celebrate that with a little more gusto than normal to outlive um, the lifespan of your, of your parent who committed suicide. Um, so Valentine's day, though I don't think about it all the time, it is the day that that kind that, that that document comes to mind. And rather than just be hateful and resentful and angry, yes, it hurts. What I do, though, is I say the same thing I just said a minute ago when I think of that. Just in my brain, I will never, ever, ever even come close to even touching or handling or having someone show me a document that has anything to do with the pos- the remotest possibility of me giving up my children. Because you could say you loved me. You could say that you watched us walk by. You could say, you know, all these excuses and I point to the signature on the paper. You know, some things you can't come back from. And that's when you give away your kids. And and hear me, I ain't judging nobody. If you're out there and you've you've had something happen and, and you've been in that place, I that's I I do not judge. It's not my job. I'm talking about my situation and what I went through. And the effect on me. And the effect is like this much. I'm making like a quarter inch between my fingers and my thumb. And and if it's had a bigger effect than that, it's been, again, to say I am committed for life to my kids. Like all the way in. I, I was teasing a friend tonight at church. She said something about, oh, she was teasing my friend Paul says he was a mom she's the mom and he's the son and uh he's a grown man and and she's he was he smack talked her and she said something about uh hey i i i birthed you you know and i yeah i kind of teased out i said i think the statute of limitations on that has run out and she goes that never runs out and she's absolutely right so happy valentine's day <laughs> Uh, I'll be glad when it's over. You know what? It's another year where I got to show 
Maybe that's why I do it. I, I get little crap things together and I give them to my kids. Uh, because if there's a day that you're supposed to show love, you know, it's that one. And, um, though they see it every day and though I give a good chunk of my every day that I'm alive, uh, to them, um, this day of all days, I got to do the opposite of a signature on a piece of paper. Cause you can't. You know, you can't do the opposite of that. You can't write a paper and then sign it that says, I'll be with you forever. Um, Because that's how, you know, that's how empty paper is. But um, just being there and loving their mom, making sure our relationship's right, communicating. Things you can do when you don't give your kids away. So I, I, my intention with this GOK was to talk about dementors. Um, if you don't know what dementors are, they are in Harry Potter, the third book. Um, and it's, uh, it's my favorite book of the series at least favorite movie. So many great, mysteries in it and all this stuff but these dementors um they they oversee they're these evil slimy rotten black faced you know cloaks flying no feet you know they're 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 a a form of they got to be a demon of some kind she apparently made them up though and they in the story they are over this uh wizarding prison called azkaban and it's so insane the description that she gives of what these things do. Um, they, they literally suck your happiness out through your face. They take all your good feeling, all your good feelings, but also your memories and just pulls them out and, and leaves you with nothing. Absolutely nothing. And it, I should have, you know, if I was planning on doing this for real, I would have looked it up and I would have read the descriptions because it's so on par with exactly what depression does to you. It's crazy. I did a little bit of reading and found out she apparently dealt with it and is very open about it. And that was her representation of what depression does to folks. And um, I just think that's awesome because there's not nearly enough people that really know what it is still. I mean, I didn't know. I judged it harshly. But uh, but she understands, and it's good to have something to refer to people. So, like, hey, you know, I don't know anything about depression. Well, I got five seconds to tell you. Have you ever read Harry Potter? Yeah, I loved the whole series. Great. Dementors. That's what it's like. Peace out. And you're gone. You, you just... Drop your mic and walk away. Well, anyway, that's it for me today. Thank you so much. You can email me if you want, james at nlcast.com. Go check out everything that I do over at nlcast.com. I've got a podcast 
called um, Made My Day at MMDcast.com. And it's just where um, if you want to hear about my week and what's been going on and some great things, we that that is my recovery uh, podcast. Uh, that story show is a great one, too. Uh, look it up in iTunes if you haven't uh, heard about that story show. It is uh, We share funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Um, let's see what else. DrawYourPicture.com. You can go there and I can draw you stuff. James. Kennison.com is where you'll find this podcast and other things. You can look me up on Twitter, NLCast. You can look me up on Facebook, James Kennison. You can look me up uh, by going to <laughs> jameskinnison.com. All right. So thanks for listening. I appreciate it more than you know. And we'll see you guys next time right here on Gospel Kennison. Peace.